Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. On J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPN2. Jay's laughing because there are long pauses like <laughs> twice, and I start saying, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Not yet, not yet, not yet in my ear. Not yet, not yet. Well, damn. Well, the last one got you. The last one. Long pause. The last one got you. Um, presented by uh, Progressive Insurance. By the way, all phone guests join us via the Goodyear hotline, 888-729-3776, 888-SAY-ESPN. Oh, oh, we got, we got Jalen. How you feeling? How you feeling, Max, already? How's it all, feel to be in the chair, Max? All good. Radio, like rolling off a log. Love me some radio. Um, can't wait till you're in studio, Key. You I, need a Red Bull or something? No, 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 no. I do coffee in the morning. Red Bull comes later in the day, actually. Coffee, when I'm, see, when coffee, I'm all coffeeed is, out. coffee is for teachers. What? Well, that's what I am, really, when you stop to yeah. think about it for a Teachers, second. Uh, More like I'm a professor. A, In fact, I expect a, an apple on my desk first thing tomorrow morning. See, I try keys. Well, I, I, can't do, I can't do the Red Bull at 6 in the morning. The stomach, man. I can't. Key, you do Red Bulls? Key, Key can do it. Yeah, I've, I've seen I've him had, do it. Yeah, I've had a few, I, don't, I, I must don't. say. I'm, well, you up on a – it's different, though, right now, though, because you, you're on the West Coast. Oh, time, no, I haven't it, had any – I haven't had any this morning. I'm saying when I've been back there in studio with you guys, yeah. I've had a few sugar-free. Sugar-free. See, that's what I'm saying. There's so much sugar in everything. You look at it, it's like, what, a thousand billion? Yeah, but coffee, coffee just make you smell like a teacher or old lawyer on his way to the courthouse or something. That's all just right. It just doesn't I'll smell do good. Wait, you don't like the way coffee smells? Coffee wakes nah. you right up as soon as you smell it. Nah, it's like it just reminds me of a teacher – in the hallway after oh. a cigarette break. It's really oh. close to your face. Hey, Keyshawn. Oh, that's the old. I hey, what are you doing? I can't finish it, but that's, hey, the, old, damn, man. that's the old Eddie posted, Murphy routine. Hey, then they, Max. Yeah. I posted your grades. They're outside the door. See me after. <laughs> I, I just, I, I can't. There's the coffee, the cheese, and then the cigarette. Yeah, oh, the, oh, see, the cigarette break and the coffee. I, I can't I, repeat what. What Eddie Murphy, you said the cigarette was for. It's just to seal that smell in, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going back to the PS41 days in the late 70s, early but, 80s. But clearly, a lot of people like coffee in the world, or else it wouldn't even be here. I well, it's coffee and want. the cigarette combination the, that the do me. I can't. The, the morning, early morning, like, <laughs> and then the coffee to down. See, kid, that, that, that combination is extra spicy and hot up. It's like, there. I'm not killing myself fast enough this way. Let me try this. What if I combine them? Um, by the way, guys, you can download the – oh, no, no. I didn't even say it. 9, 10 a.m. So what is that? Uh, we're talking about another a little hour bit over an hour. Minutes, we got yeah. Jalen Hurts coming on to talk to us. Yes. Jalen Hurts, that's right. The new quarterback. Has he been named the starter yet? I mean, I, was that yeah, I mean a, if he hasn't, I don't know what Nick Sirianni's doing. Yeah, well, people were making a big deal out of the Gardner Minshew thing where they picked him up for virtually nothing. Why wouldn't you pick up a good backup for that? But Jalen Hurts got all the reps with the ones. You know, they, pat, they didn't draft Justin Fields, right? Like, clearly they're committed to Jalen Hurts. They're committed, right? Clearly. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's Hurts' job, but you want to play the, you want to play the game, right? You just want to play the he's got to work for it. We don't want to give him anything so that you can keep him, keep him motivated and keep him going just in case. Meantime, uh, you can download the DraftKings app and use code KJM to get a free shot at millions of dollars uh, up for grabs this week with your first deposit. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. So we're talking about the uh, – NFC East, if we're talking Jalen Hurts and my beloved New York football giants. 
<laughs> what sound yeah. was that? Yeah, I don't know what that was supposed to be. Was that a buzzard or something? You, you picking? I don't know on what a, that was. I don't. I don't even get it right there. The Giants have, you know, like Daniel Jones is no great shake so far, but he can more or less do his job. That offensive line, guys. I can't, it's three years into the Gettleman experiment. He said priority one was my hog mollies and this and that. With his Boston accent here in New York, I resent it. Anyway, he still hasn't done it three years in. I'm watching in the preseason. That line looks worse than ever, Key. And, and now we're here. Okay, well, Saquon could play week one. What's it going to matter if the offensive line can't do anything? But do we really honestly know if the offensive line is in better shape or worse shape? We really don't know. It's preseason. Okay, so let's see what happens against the Denver Broncos. You bring Saquon Barkley in, maybe the offensive line is blocking different because Saquon Barkley is v- seeing things differently, right? That's a lot of times that's what happens is when quarterbacks hold the ball, what happens? People say the offensive line allowed him to get sacked. When running backs run up the back of the offensive line, it's because they're blind and they can't see the hole. I mean, that's just the reality of it. So let's see what the offensive line looks like with a guy in Saquon Barkley behind them. I just get worried, Key. I mean, my man just started padded practice Wednesday. Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, that doesn't matter, though. No, I hear you, but I mean, first time he's having actual contact, Key. And, you know, I I hear what you're saying, that he might be able to move differently, and that does add such a different element to a team like Daniel Jones. And look, Daniel Jones cuts down on his turnovers. I think he'll be okay. I just get worried about who you come back versus. When you come back versus a Denver defense and that first game back with what I've seen from the O-line in the preseason, then I'm I'm starting to wonder, even if his time is limited, Key, am I asking Saquon Barkley in his first game to try to do too much behind an O-line that just doesn't give him any room to actually bust up the gap? First of all, it's – Get it, Key. No, I was going to say, Max, it's – when you have a a running back who has vision – and he could set things up, and he can put his foot in the ground, cut back against the grain, do different things, the holes tend to open up a little bit for that particular guy. I remember playing with with a running back, and the running back we had started earlier in the year couldn't – I mean, I'm talking about the hole. You could drive a Mack truck through it. It took him forever to get there, so it made it look like the offensive line wasn't pushing the pile. We put the younger dude in there. He hit the hole. It was the offensive line. All of a sudden, was the greatest offensive line since mankind. I mean, that's just so you don't know what they might look like with a guy like Saquon Barkley in there. You think about their record with him. They're eight and twenty-two without him. They're seven and ten. And on top of that, that's the offense. But when you talk about with him, the amount of yards that he's rushing for on the ground, he's averaging over a hundred yards a pop. I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. For a guy like that. I mean, look, Saquon, to me, was the greatest running back prospect. I'm talking about prospect I'd ever seen. Because it's like Barry Sanders got inflated to 230-something pounds. And the dude is bigger, stronger, faster. He's the hardest worker, the leader. Like, all these great things about Saquon. But all I can think about when I look at the Giants, my, my beloved Giants, is Gettleman. He gets the job as the Giants GM. He, the first thing he does, he drafts Daniel Jones. You know who was drafted the same slot as Daniel Jones the next year? We're talking about Justin Herbert. Like, think of all the quarterbacks who've come out recently, and the Giants looked at Daniel Jones, and they said, him. That's the guy we're going to hitch our star. We're going to hitch our star to his wagon. That's the guy, Daniel Jones. And as you said, Key, or I forgot, Jay, 
he's all right. He's like, he might be okay. But that's what you're looking for in your quarterback, a guy who, if he cuts down on the turnovers, might be okay. And then, Key, you could talk about the running back making the line better. Sure, I buy that. But, damn, this line has been awful. Let me tell you how bad the, 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 the Giants line is that Gettleman said was a priority to fix. I look, at the, I look at the Chicago Bears, and I'm like, well, that's a better line than we got. Oh, God. I'm looking at the Bears line going, oh, if we could get a little. And key to me, I look at the NFC East. If the Giants line could tick up 20%, they could win the division because they don't play offense like the Cowboys, but they should be able to play offense. They don't play defense like Washington, but they should be able to play defense. They might be the only team in the division that can do both if they could be okay up front. Key, I just don't think they are. Well, you know, look, it's the preseason, right? Man, we got to let – let's let the regular season go before we judge based on what we see in the preseason or even last year without a Saquon Barkley, without a Kenny Galladay, without a, 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 a healthy Shepard, without a Rudolph from Minnesota to tie it in. Let's see if Evan Ingram has gotten better. Let's see what Andrew Thomas is really like this year opposed to his rookie year. Let's just – let's just see – what it is, I, and, and I'm willing to give him a game or two beforehand. And I know Dave Gettleman can be annoying, and he can get on people's nerves. And I know you mentioned the Boston to New York thing. All of those Hate things it. play a part of why people feel a, a certain way about him because he can be condescending. All of that has nothing to do with Daniel Jones. You talk about him at the quarterback spot. Yes, if you rewind, you go, oh, they could have had Justin Herbert. But they didn't want Justin Herbert. They wanted Daniel well, Jones a year earlier. Yeah. Because they felt like he reminds of reminds us of who? Eli, Eli Manning. Eli. Yeah, exactly. so Eli with wheels. That's what they like. Yeah, all and right. But that's what they like. That's what, I mean, like I hear I hear you, they had a reason for doing it, but if you're the GM and you're making a franchise bet on a guy, you better be right. By the way, did I say because I keep getting texts and stuff, hey, Gettleman drafted uh Barkley, in, you know, number two. And then I, I don't remember saying that I thought he took Daniel Jones before Barkley. My point no, is – No, you didn't say that. Yeah, yeah. But, but even taking Saquon second overall, guys, Saquon is amazing, right? There's a reason running backs don't usually get taken second overall. Yeah, Sounds but he's like different. But because he was different coming out of school – He was different. You, There's you, no you, denying you, that. You look at him Superstar and you him. look at the backs that were taken high that panned out, he could be one of those guys. He could be an Adrian Peterson – for a long, long time. He could be uh, Eric Dickerson. Like, when you start to think Good about era, those though. backs, I, I understand, but you carrying the ball, you're still getting hit. I don't give a damn when it was, Max. You're but getting he, hit. But Keith, it's me, football. I, I hear you on the Saquon Barkley. I just want to go back to the, the beginning of our conversation about I don't believe that Saquon Barkley should play until game three. I really don't. And, and, and hear me why. You want to avoid the okay. defenses. Well, 1,000%. So now we just had padded practice – Barely a week ago, okay, first time he's had contact. Now you're telling me we're going to put him on the field even for limited time against Denver. Then you have a quick turnaround between week one and week two because they have the Thursday night, Thursday night game against the Washington football team, Another which great, some people the way, are deemed the, the best, best defense, defense in, in the league. And, in Den- the league. and Denver is top three to five, and Washington's probably one or two. So it's a quick turnaround. So my thing is let him continue to get his reps in practice, let him continue to feel good, see what it's like, and then bring him back game what three about against that, the Keith? Falcons. What about that? No, if he's ready to go, he needs to play. Sitting him on the sideline ain't going to help us. If he's ready to go, he needs to play. But I'm also just, thinking what helps us long-term, too, Key, with Saquon Barkley. If you're yes, telling me that but, the shelf life for, just for a running just back like that isn't it's limited to a degree, then you have to worry about that, don't you? 
just because he's limited in practice in team contact drills doesn't mean that he wasn't on the sideline doing football acclimated things to get his strength and conditioning to a level in which they feel comfortable enough to roll him out there and play week one. It, it's, it doesn't week one, week three, whatever the case is, if he's capable of playing, you play him. Right. I mean, I agree. If Saquon is healthy, then you play healthy. him if he's healthy. But I remember a couple of years ago, second half, he really wasn't. And he's not the type to tell you he's not, right? That's my point. So, so like, you better be sure. I want to talk about the NFC. But let me ask you this, though, Jay. What, what is your concern with playing him? Like, what's the concern? My concern is I've watched their O-line over the past couple of years, and our O-line is dreadful. And I hear what you're saying about preseason, Key. But if I'm, if I'm watching Ezekiel Elliott last year with that O-line for Dallas – You'll go through pain and injury, and people start questioning. I worry about my running back, who is stout, who's big. Yeah, it ain't Nick Chubb running behind that Cleveland <laughs> are you, line. Exactly. Are you afraid that he's going to get hurt again? Yes. I, I would be afraid that I would subject one of my franchise players to a horrific O-line and to who we're competing with in our first couple games. I want it to look right, and I want it to feel 100% right for him before but, I just bring him back in those kind but of games. So that you, so that you know in, in – in, I don't know the percentages on all this stuff because I'm not one of those dudes that sit up there with percentage and look at the computer. But when these guys are getting hurt, it's not contact. It's cutting and stuff like that. They, they're, they're blowing out ACLs from cutting, not getting hit in their knees. And, and Saquon can cut like nobody's business. I mean, he's just a ridiculous, like, out of – So they're going to put him through all the drills and make sure talent. it doesn't buckle. Um, the thing is, I'll say this. I think I'm with Jay here in this sense with the O-line. I mean, if he's healthy, he's got to play. But Saquon is contacted in the backfield all the time. Like, you are not tackled. You are sacked as the, yeah. as the Giants running back. They're sacking the running back key. It's in the backfield. Like, can't, let's be honest about what's going on. I want to talk about the NFC East. Um, one thing that you, you mentioned, Gettleman and the Boston thing and everything, I could just tell you, born and raised in New York, I don't like it with my GMs. I don't like it with the mayors. Apparently, the new thing in New York is everyone who's either elected mayor or runs a team has to, have, has to come from Boston, and I resent it, especially when they can't do the job. But the NFC East is, a couple years ago, like the worst division ever. And I keep, every time I think, I thought, oh, it's getting better, Washington, key. Washington does not have a franchise quarterback. There's a reason Fitz is sometimes a starter, sometimes a backup, whatever. Um, the Eagles are where they are right now. They're picked. They, we might be sleeping on them, but they're generally picked fourth for a reason. Dallas had the worst defense almost ever last year. Like, let's be almost ever. And the Giants' offensive line is a mess. Someone's got to win this division, Key. Who is it? Well, I don't think, it, I don't think this division is going to be nowhere near where it was a year. Because the Dallas Cowboys, to answer your question, they got the best quarterback. And usually when you have the best quarterback, you win. And they got the best quarterback in the entire division. Then I think after that is a toss-up between Washington and the New York Giants. I don't think the Philadelphia is quite ready yet to take the next step. Uh, you say you don't know about Fitzmagic. Well, here's what I would say about that. You don't have to have Aaron Rodgers to win games in the National Football League and get into the playoffs and make some noise. But what you have to have is a very capable quarterback who's not going to turn the ball over who and, and Fitz turns it over though. A, wait, wait, I was going to say and an offensive coordinator who will not allow him to turn the ball over. So what that means, Max and Jay, is you got to play hard nosed defense, which we all agree 
Washington does. They got to run the football, and they got to dink and dunk their way and not turn the ball over. If they can do that, then that recipe works come playoff time 95% of the time. What Just about that? Take what, a look at the numbers. What about that? Hey, no, 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 no. You don't take a look at the numbers, Keith. Don't look at any <laughs> no, computers. I'm, I'm not no, looking, no, I'm not looking at it. I'm just telling you to take a oh, look at the oh, numbers. Oh, yeah, I'll look at numbers. Sure, I love looking at computer screens and numbers. That's right. I, and well, by the way, you may question my uh, football uh, bona fides. You were drafted number one, won a Super Bowl, you know, played in the league all those years. But I just want to mention, just, just to, like, put everyone in their place, I, 10, 15 years ago, used to put Madden in franchise mode and I GM a team, and I would simulate it against the computer, and sometimes I'd win the Super Bowl. So I think I have some credibility here. What were you going to say, Jay? <laughs> I love that analogy. Yes. All I was going to say is, you know, we, we, we act as if Dan Quinn is going to make this defense slightly better. Just to let everybody know, to remind them, they gave up close to 160 yards per game last season on the ground. So as electrifying as that offense is, that offense actually needs to be on the field. And teams actually can punish them defensively if they take their time and methodically move the ball down the field. I, I, I think it's actually perfectly set up for the Washington football team to win a division again. Well, the Dallas Cowboys have already improved defensively from everything I hear from people in Dallas on the ground saying that they've already improved under Dan Quinn. How? About in terms of just their style, what they're going back to. You got to remember. Got a good linebacker in went, the draft, too, by the way. Well, they, and Micah Parsons, Parsons, Michael yeah. Parsons, no question about it, but they also got Jalen Smith there. Mm-hmm. They got Lawrence there. But when you asked the question originally, Jay, how? Because they, they went from one style of defense two years ago to another style of defense a year ago three, four, three, and two, was right? getting, yeah. trying to get back in, in transition. So when, you're, when you have a personnel grouping that fits one thing and you try to make that change, You can't do that overnight. Now they're going back to what they did two years ago with Dan Quinn and the personnel that they had that fit that scheme, which will be extremely helpful for their defense. And clearly, everybody's saying that they've gotten better. Well, I'll I'll put it like this. Before the preseason, I like the Giants to win the division. I thought that, yeah, I'm a Giants fan, no doubt. But also, that's how it works in the NFC East. Everyone takes turns. If you look at the Giants last year, they did just about as well as anyone. Right there. And I thought they were the second best offensive and second best defensive team in the division, whereas Washington would have a real problem with offense, Dallas a real problem with defense. But after the preseason, seeing what I saw, Key, I'm a sucker for it. I'm sorry. Like, I just, the, the line just has been awful. And if anything looks worse to me, and I think Jason Garrett's play calling is not going to do him any favors. And then I look at the Cowboys and think, like, someone's got to win this division by default. Is it going to be the offense of the Cowboys or the defense of Washington, right? Which one is it? Pick your poison. you got the best defense in football probably with a competent quarterback who's very streaky versus a, a, a guy who's bordering on elite quarterback with real weapons, a line, a running game and everything – and the defense should get better, but it's starting from an awful place. Who do you like? You like the defense key? You like the offense? Is that what I'm getting here? I, I do I do like the offense to get the best of Washington's defense if they had to go, you know, if you had to pick and choose head-to-head. Washington's defense is good. There's no question about it. Jack Del Rio and Ron Rivera has those guys playing. But that offensive side of the ball with a healthy offensive line that can dominate when they're together – and that running back back there, and that quarterback, and those three receivers, and that tight end, yeah, I'm going to pay my money for the Cowboys offense. Mike McCarthy. 
What about him? Well, I mean, where do you – is that a, a help or a hindrance as a coach? Or is it neutral? I think, I think, it's, I think it's neutral. Mm-hmm. I do. If you were ranking the coaches in the NFC East, where would Mike McCarthy rank? Would he be, would well, we he don't be number know, two I mean, behind like, Ron The truth is we don't know about Philly. And I, I still I don't well, know I, I don't know about Mike McCarthy other than last year because if I go back to what he did in Green Bay, that would be fair because they were in the playoffs like every single year, but it was almost like at the end they disappeared. That's why I'm asking you. I'm asking like based upon the assessment. But of what that, we saw last but the year. same thing. But but here's what I would say. Here's what I would say. Ron Rivera. Look at his record outside of 2015. Not so good. Not so good. And so I would probably – I'll shock you with this one. I'll shock you with it. If Joe Judge Mm. had Dallas's team, what would they be? Because I think Joe Judge has a certain style that may work as long as he can win. And he certainly didn't have a lot of things to work with last year, but they were competitive. So he could, he might be the best coach, not his staff, him. Him. Uh, may, maybe. I mean, I, I don't like some of the things I saw that I didn't like. I can't tell if that's coming for him or, or Garrett. You know, like, I, like we're going to establish the run. Yeah, but they got 15,000 guys in the box. Doesn't matter. We're running right into it. Like, you know, stuff <laughs> like that. Is that coming from Joe Judge or is that Jason Garrett? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance with more than 30 unique coverage options available. Progressive knows small business. Learn more at Progressive Commercial. Dot com. All guests on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Join us on the Goodyear Hotline, including Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts at 9, 10 a.m. Eastern. Up next, we'll tell you which college football teams are real contenders to win the national championship and which aren't. That's after Jay has this from Goodyear. It's our favorite time of the year as we're back traveling the road for college football. And Goodyear knows the passion and excitement it takes to drive forward. Whether your team is home or away, The game's traditions are still the same. Through every first down, touchdown, or fourth quarter comeback, by moving, anything is possible. Goodyear is here to drive you forward on the road that moves us all. Goodyear, more driven. The Texans were making moves yesterday when they named Tyrod Taylor their starter. Making moves is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Build your winning team today. Go to LinkedIn.com slash sports. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. See, when you say real or not real, it changes everything. Instead of what was the other one? (laughs) What was the one that most shows say but we don't say? 
I, I don't know. We just said the voice of God just said most shows say something or something. We say real or not real. Buy or sell. Real Buy or, or sell. Not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, college football contenders after week one. <laughs> Key, Jay, real or not real? Oklahoma. Key. Real. They're a real football team. But, again, they're, they're one of those teams that every single year they get there, they have one little game that they kind of stub their toe in, but then they come back, it'll be one of those Kansas State games that all of a sudden you look up or Iowa State and they stub their toe, but then they wind up getting into the college football playoffs and then getting mollywopped by somebody. I'll give them a pass on Tulane. I think they're real. Look, I, I think they have a, they possess a top five defense. Spencer Rattler, a guy that's in the Heisman candidate you know, list. This team is talented. Now, will they be there when it's all said and done? I'm not sure, but for right now, I'll say they're real. All right. Uh, Oklahoma, the jury is out. Let's be honest. You don't know. That, 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 it didn't look good against Tulane, but I hear, I hear you what you're saying, Key. Uh, at this moment, real or not real, we was talking about to make the playoffs, the playoff, I would have to say real. Real yeah. to make the playoff, which is, yes. I guess, what we're talking about. OSU, Key, real or not real? Is that Oklahoma State? Is that Stop. Ohio State? Ohio, the, the Ohio, Ohio State. State University. Don't you dare do that. Jay, you went to Duke. Of course they, um, they're real. How could they not be? I think a lot of people looked at the young quarterback in Stroud and said, oh, my God, oh, my God, in the first half. And then the second half, he just turned things completely around. Now, here's what I would say. He's got some growing to do, and he's only going to get better in this system. He just was at the prom a year ago, man. He was walking some gal in the door at a prom a year ago. Come on. He's young. Jay, real or not real? I say real. I mean, look, when you got Chris Olave, you got Garrett Wilson, two top-tier wide receivers, that offense I think is, is prepared to do some pretty phenomenal things. C.J. Stroud has work to do. I think their defense still has some work to do to be better. Uh, but, look, I think they have enough firepower to really challenge Alabama. I'm going to say real second half of that game. Like, you watch the second half of that game, you come away thinking real. But I was one of those dudes, Key, first half. I'm like, I don't know about this kid. <laughs> I'm not thinking about who was at the prom when. I'm just like, I don't know about this. He turned it around. Clemson, guys. Real or not real, Key? I can't. Clemson, real or not real? Not real. I think, I think it, it's finally caught up to them, and that's okay to take a dip. Now, remember – we're talking about real in terms of being contenders for the college football playoff. The final four teams, I don't think anybody out the ACC makes it this year. Maybe, maybe I guess if you want to add Notre Dame, I don't know what this Notre Dame thing is, or if they're part of the ACC this year or not. But if you think about it, Clemson, no, I don't think so. And, and it, it has nothing to do with the loss to Georgia as much as it does for me watching this team over the last couple years and just kind of seeing where things are for them, especially looking at last year and the way they were dominated against Ohio State and then looking at the way Georgia's defense just kind of handed the offensive side of the ball. And Tony Elliott, the offensive coordinator who runs Clemson offense, he kind of got his lunch called to him. Jay, real or not real? Clemson. I'm still going to say they're real. Uh, stepping into the light from the shadows for DJU from the likes of a Trevor Lawrence and a Deshaun Watson that's not an easy thing to do. And I know we saw Bryce Young do that in his first game. Let's see when he has a down game and how he manages when he plays poorly. But I'm still going to say that this team is there. Now, what I will say is we move forward. They don't play any ranked opponents for the rest of the year. I do feel like by the time we get to, like, week eight, week nine, we'll be talking about how Clemson has been dominating their field. And that game versus Georgia, 
They went on a pick six. Like, it, it, that game is still close. So I, I think that's going to give them a lot it's of also creeps. early in the year. Exactly. You know, like it's, it's they you it weighs psychologically different early in the year. I'm going to say real, but I got to say, guys, all I mean, I, I just can't not think about Alabama. There are different programs that can pop their head up and look dominant, and like they're the next thing. And they were the number one contender. To to Stabo was the number one contender, no doubt. At least, if not, it was no undisputed champ to Nick Saban and Saban does it again it looks like like they look like they're we can't ask the question real or not real about Alabama because they're in a class by themselves uh key Pac-12 didn't look so great and I hate to tell you because I like it I like a world that makes sense where the Bruins are good at basketball and the Trojans are good at football but all of a sudden UCLA is looking pretty good in the Pac-12 key real real not real I don't know if they're real. I, I think they're, as far as college football contender goes, I don't know that they're real. I've seen Chip Kelly continue to build his program and bring his philosophy to the Pac-12 conference again. I don't think that they got nearly the athletes that they had at Oregon. I think they ran up against an LSU brand, mm-hmm. right? Two years ago, they win a national title. So that was a brand that we was all anticipating was going to be good opposed to a football team. That was the LSU brand. So they popped LSU, and I think we're pushing UCLA up a lot because of it, although it was impressive. I don't think it's real as far as a college football for final four playoff contending goals. Any team that I talk about out of New York, you got to take with a grain of salt. And anytime we're talking about <laughs> UCLA with Key, you got to take that with a with a whole mine of salt. I think Key. Let's move on to Georgia. After what they just did, are they real or not real? I think they are real. Uh, they they they've been there ever since Kirby Smart's been there with them. But the interesting thing about this is over the last three seasons, Nick Saban again against his former assistant coaches. He's 11-0. and 0. Like, he literally owns them. He's never lost to them. But this is just the last three years. So, if Georgia runs up on Alabama, then, it, it, you know, they might get popped, and, but they still might make it. So, I would still say that they're real. I'll say that they're real. I think Georgia and Alabama have the two best defenses there are in the country. The only question that I have for Georgia is if you face a Bryce Young team, Alabama, that is so – offensively electrifying. Can your offense keep you in the game for JT Daniels? I mean, we've talked about they they beat you with their defense. Their offense has to give you something at the right moment. That's the only hindrance I see for them. And and Saban trusts that offense, too. Like, they go for it. Like, you know, they're aggressive with it. Man, Alabama's in a class. Georgia is real. Alabama's still in a class. You could be real and still have Alabama in a class by themselves. Penn State, key, real or not real? Not real. Penn State, not real. James Franklin, nine win James. That's what I'm going to start calling him. I just don't. It, it, it's They do this all the time, too. They they make you think they something, and then all of a sudden, and they were in a barn burner at halftime against uh, Wisconsin, zip, zip. Like, come on, man. Donut, donut. Hey, that's, this is why I hate Big Ten football. It's just always so ugly. I'm not going to say I hate Big Ten football. Uh, but I did turn the game off after <laughs> got through the first half. I'm not going to say what he said, but let me just tell you through I, I, my actual behavior what I, mean, I think. They're, they're not real to challenge well, the college just, football I mean, playoff rankings. You know, you know? They're not, I don't like it. No, I'm That's saying, all, like, uh, yeah, I get it. It's hard it. to Jay watch. Jay won't even it's, watch it's, it. It's hard to watch it. Like, yeah, for like me, I, it's hard to watch. Yeah. 
it's hard to watch Iowa versus Wisconsin. It's just like hard to watch. And I'll, I love football. I'll watch Washington versus Michigan this upcoming weekend. I'll watch that, though, just because Jim Harbaugh, I want to see it. You know what? Just for that, Key. Key, one word answer. USC, real or not real? Not real. Ooh, Keyshawn Johnson. I like you being honest, brother. We're presented by Progressive Insurance, guys. Coming up, how concerned should the Cowboys be about Dak Prescott in week one? That's after Jay has this from Rumble Up. Do you have a motorcycle, ATV, or even a truck that's sitting in your garage that you've been waiting to sell? You see, with RumbleOn.com, you can easily turn your unused vehicle into cash in minutes. RumbleOn.com will give you a cash offer for your vehicle and pick it up for free anytime, anywhere. Everything from Harleys, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and even if you are just looking to trade in, RumbleOn will pay cash no matter what the make or the model. Visit RumbleOn.com today and enter promo code RADIO, R-A-D-I-O, to get a $300 increase on your cash offer. Fast bikes, faster cash. Greeny with Mike Greenberg. I think the inside track for the number one seed, I've been saying it over and over again in the AFC, is Tennessee. Greeny, weekday mornings at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Martin has tested positive, uh, so he's in the code protocol. Should be the five-day window. With Zach Martin, assuming he's vaccinated, he would have had to have tested positive. It's really the only way uh, that he can get on the COVID list. That's the only one so far. Hopefully the only one. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPN News presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests, all phone guests, join us via the Goodyear hotline. That's 888-729-3776, 888-SAY-ESPN. Let's see, what do we got here? Another uh, 15, 25 minutes. We got Jalen Hurts <laughs> joining us. Why is that funny? I'm looking at the clock. I'm doing math in my head. I'm hosting. I'm doing everything. Look at me. Um, 
And we have NFL analyst Jeff Saturday joining us now on the Goodyear Hotline. Jeff. Commissioner Jeff, how you what doing? What is there, up, sir? fellas? How y'all living? <laughs> hey, 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 hey Jeff, man, living good. What you guys up to? I'm living I, really good in the sunshine. Jeff, can I ask you a question? Uh, what happened <laughs> to that baby blue this weekend? Yes, sir. What happened to that baby blue? I knew where you were going. What do you mean, I, Sam? How? What happened? Talk to me, Jeff. Uh, hey, hey. Uh, listen, man. I don't know. I'm just going to act like I blacked out, didn't see it, didn't hear it. I don't, I don't hear no evil, see no evil. Man, that's it's as bad as it can get. And I would make fun of you, but it doesn't do me any good because we were ranked top 10, and they just gave it away to Virginia Tech. I, I don't, I'm hurt. My heart is hurt. My heart is hurt, Jay. Will. I admit it. You got me. You got me. Week one, you got me. Hey, we're not ranked, man, can so we, you still have leverage in this NFL? argument. Can we get can we get into some NFL? <laughs> yes, yes. Jeff, we can we, get we, into some we've NFL. Been, Please. We've been hitting on a whole bunch of stuff, including the pressure faced by Dak Prescott. Now we're all in agreement that there's some pressure, but like not nearly as much as some other quarterbacks. I'm looking for some dissenting, uh, someone to to see the other side because I keep hearing from a lot of places how much pressure Dak's under. Is Dak a quarterback under? Uh, is he in that category of a lot of pressure or not as much as other guys? No, not, not as much as other guys. Listen, when you, when you think about this football team last year, their defense was absolutely atrocious. Their offensive line was decimated with injuries. Those guys are trying to come back, that being Smith, uh, Lyle Collins, and, and Zach Martin, who we now know was on the COVID list. So Zeke didn't play well last year. So when you're looking at this, you have a, you have a lot of guys around him that will make him play well. But as far as laying all the pressure at him coming off this ankle and shoulder, absolutely not. He is not under near the pressure as, ever, as some of the other guys in the NFL. Jeff, okay. how concerned are, are the Cowboys considering the loss of Zach Martin in this critical matchup against the Bucks? Let me let me just say it this way, man. If 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 we were talking about a quarterback, Zach Martin is Patrick Mahomes at his position. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so when you keep hearing Zeke say he's the best player on our offense, and you hear you know Jerry say, man, you know, he's a man of prayer. We're hoping he can come back and get it by Thursday. Something crazy is going to happen. All of those things because you understand literally your best player on offense is now out against probably the best front four they're going to face all season. So everybody understands how big a loss this is. Let me put in perspective. He had almost 630 pass protections over the last two seasons. He gave up three sacks. Like, when I tell you, you just put the guy over there and you don't worry, run or pass, what's going to happen? That's exactly what he plays. Most of Zeke's runs either start there or end up bending back there. I mean, this guy, he, he is special at his position, and that should not go undervalued or underdiscussed because it puts this offensive line in a very difficult situation facing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who can get after you at four different spots. Just ask the Chiefs. You, you don't know which guy is going to show up and play at which position. That makes it very difficult to game plan when your best guy is not out there. So when you look at it now, and you're talking about offensive line, Dwayne Brown back at practice, which I felt all alone that he would yes. be able to play against the Colts in week one. How big is this for Seattle to get that left side secure for Russell Wilson? Oh, it's huge. And listen, and not only – is it huge for Russell Wilson for this season, Key? This is huge to build rapport 
from the Seahawks front office to Russell Wilson of, hey, man, we're going to try to protect you, right? We know what Dwayne Brown provides you at that left tackle position and the athleticism. We understand he's aging. We can't do anything that's going to set us back, but we are going to help you for this year. And as you and I both know, man, this year matters. Like, all we ever talk about is organizational, you know, how they're going to keep this quarterback here and for the next 10 years. You, you know, Russell Wilson don't care about 10 years right now. He cares about this season. They did a really good job making sure Dwayne Brown was going to be back and starting at that left tackle position. It is a huge, huge benefit to Russell Wilson and this offense if they want to move in this division. By the way, they won 12 games last year. We're not even talking about them. Like, this is a good football team that I think I think people are, are, are missing by not discussing them. Br- Dwayne Brown's a huge part. Yeah, Jeff, first, Jeff first, let me, yeah, let me yeah, ask you this, though, Jeff. Why is it that left yeah. tackles can play old, like, quarterbacks? Why, why do we see the Andrew Whitworths of the world, the Dwayne Browns, have yeah. this longevity at the left tackle spot out of all the offensive linemen. Love it. Great question. So, so because most of the time you move your run game away from your left side. So you may, like I said before, you may start to the left, right, start some bends and then push back. But your left tackle doesn't have to be a road grader, right? He's going to be more of a positional guy, going to get in the way of the end, going to make that. You're going to put a good left guard beside him that's athletic, that can move out. But he's not going to get the same kind of bumps and bruises that you normally face on the right side. A lot of guys roll up on your legs, all those kinds of things. You think to help the left tackle much more in different aspects of the game, so I think that increases their longevity uh, throughout their career. Well, that's a great question and an interesting answer, especially the Seahawks, who yeah, seem once they paid Russell Wilson, it's like, well, we'll like identify talent and coach him up, and it has not worked. They got a real guy there now. They got to keep right. him there. Meantime, Saquon Barkley. Okay, Jeff, I'm a Giants fan, and Saquon, wherever they should have drafted him, didn't draft. He is just one-of-a-kind talent that I've ever seen at his size with all the things he can do. But the offensive line has been awful. It's looked awful in the preseason. He's coming off injury. They're facing a really good defense week one. What What should the Giants approach be with Saquon early in the season? Sit him. Sit him, man. Until you are, until he is, he is a hundred percent and feels game ready, not practice ready. You know, I saw something on the ticker yesterday. Oh, he had a contact practice. Give me a break, man. In the NFL, they no such thing as contact practices anymore, right? That dude took two or three shots. That is the most violent position played in the NFL. He's going to get hit more often, and guys are going after their legs. They're going low. It's very difficult to protect yourself at that position. Give him time. Understand that the, the, the longevity of his career is directly affected if you try to put him back early. So when I think about him, there's no hurry. To your point, their offensive line played awful in pre season maybe the worst of anybody in the NFL so they've tried to move pieces and parts and they're trying to do those things but until you feel good about your O-line and most importantly about his health man don't play Key, key play you heard him say thank you key, spells, key, right? like, that, that's what I said play. Jeff that's key, exactly what you, I said you heard Jeff Saturday and by the way I agree the Giants like last year they were the worst offensive line in football 32 I, I, out of 32 I heard, I this heard year Jeff, they're worse I than last hear, year somehow I did hear Jeff Max and he said if he's completely healthy, much like I said. So I did hear him. 
So he's saying he can't be completely healthy because the the the, the you know the full contact practice doesn't really exist. What about if that? If the doctors say he's healthy, oh he's no, healthy. No, Tyrod no. Taylor asking that. No, 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 no. He makes a good point, and no NFL doctor has ever said something that wasn't true. Keyshawn J. Will in the house. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.